stuck in our homes But you're not alone Our seven feet and knees We'll shoot the breeze COVID-19 has you down Down So stay with us and hang around Until it all works out Peggy. And I'm Dave. How are you, Dave? I'm good. How are you doing, Peggy? I I am doing okay. I'm doing okay. E- eventful past few days. So I Welcome um, to the world of vaccination. Yes, I know. Uh, very exciting. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna badmouth the process because I'm still very, very grateful to have received the vaccine. Uh, we received it because of of Timmy and his autoimmune stuff. It was important that he can't get it, but I can protect him by protecting myself. So when presented with the opportunity to receive the Johnson and Johnson single dose, one and done, I jumped at it. Yeah. Um, had it on Sunday. So immediately knew it was starting to work, but I'm feeling fantastic now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you, uh, you had some symptoms. It surprised me because I get the flu shot every year and I never get any symptoms. I mean, nothing. I have a Band-Aid to show for my efforts. That's always it. I I don't get a fever. I don't get tired. Never, never any side effects. And uh, the COVID vaccine decided to kind of stick it to me. Um, I felt this one. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But still better than COVID. So I will take it. Yes. That is the correct, uh, correct stance to take. So, and I mean, I'm still, obviously we're still practicing all of the protocols. Scott and I now are both vaccinated. Um, he has about another week before his immune system is completely up to full vaccination potential. And I have about another two weeks. I think they said about three weeks in, you should be fine. So, you know, we're still kind of living the quarantine dream as much as possible and not doing a whole lot. But I will tell you, it, it feels liberating to know that, that I'm safer. I'm yes. safer today than I was last week. And, and that's a really good feeling. Yeah, and I'll be able could... to go visit my mom and hug her. I can't yeah. wait. Yeah. You can have some semblance of a life back. Yes. Yes. So how are you? I'm good. Well, congratulations to you. That's very Thank exciting. You. I don't have anything nearly as exciting to report over here in New York. Um, Kara did forward me a uh, you know a, a new link from New York State um, that allows me to ascertain whether or not I'm eligible, and so I filled it all out, and it said, "Yeah, you're not eligible yet." <laughs> so <laughs> that, okay. that's what I learned today, uh, which I knew already, but I it was right. interesting to just go through it. Um, and and see how the the uh, process works. rolling out pretty quickly though. I, yeah, I, I think, think so, it's too. starting to ramp up, and you may not be eligible yet, but I bet you know in another month or two you will be. Oh yeah, I think it's yeah, I think it's a few weeks, and it'll yeah, it'll hit my age group, the old the old person <laughs> age group, the young old person age group. That's right, the youngest of the old. Yeah. Um, but beyond that, um, things over here have been relatively quiet since we last spoke. Uh, 
find new shows to watch on TV for, you know, when after hours and mm-hmm. on the weekend when you can't do anything. Yesterday was absolutely gorgeous. I don't know if it was as nice down by you. Very pretty. Very. I almost, felt like crap, but it looked very pretty outside. It was almost 70 yesterday. Yeah. I, no, I went out today. Yeah, I went outside just wearing, you know, a very light sweater and no hat for the first time in yeah. God knows how long. So you can see spring is uh, is looming, which is very nice. Well, all of my kids switched to shorts today because it was 75. So in their mind, break out the shorts. And I took one look at Robbie, who is my man boy at this point. I mean, he's huge. Not yeah, he's just tall and big yes. and, and, and all of a sudden grew. And I took a look at these shorts that he had managed to squeeze himself into that fit perfectly fine last September. Right. And went online and ordered him some new shorts immediately because they, they <laughs> almost looked painful how he had squeezed into them. I'm like, that that's could not, not be comfortable. <laughs> that's, that's not fun. <laughs> well, I'm sure Old Navy appreciates your, uh, yes. your support. <laughs> But it was, I just looked, I'm like, when did that happen? And how did that happen? But yeah. they keep it, growing. it happens. They do. I know it. I know it. So, but anything else going on? Not really. Um, we I'm, actually I'm, did receive a query. They wanted we? to know about your bread and, and how your bread baking is going, how much of your flour you've used. And if That's, you're going to go into more artisan type breads, are you going to go into sourdoughs and other flavors? Or are you just going to stick with white and wheat? There's there's a level of talent that artisan breads requires that I am not inclined to um, get into. You know, I, I'm I'm gonna I, I'm the guy who like I just want to hit lots of singles. I don't mm-hmm. need to. I, I'm not going for <laughs> a triple or a home run. I can't do it. Um, so. Um, and I haven't even mastered wheat yet. You and I have talked about this a little bit offline. My wheat breads are not where they need to be. So um, the whites I have mastered, like just dead easy, nail it. I don't even have to, I know all the ingredients now. So it's just bing, bang, boom, put it all together, set it all up and let it go. And it's fantastic. Um, in fact, I have to cook a, a loaf of white bread tomorrow morning uh, for Kara to take over to her mom. Okay. She's, she's been deprived of my amazing bread for a few weeks now. So um, we're going to get her some bread. Um, I have probably still, I, so I think I got, i trying to remember exactly how many. I think it was 12 bags of both the white and the wheat flour because of the sizes that came in. So I think I had 12 of each when I started. And I probably have gone through almost half of the white. Um, okay. The wheat is lagging because I, I've not been successful with the wheat and it has discouraged me from doing more. And I also find myself eating a lot of the white. And it's like, if I make wheat, am I going to just now eat both of them? Like, what right. do I do with the second <laughs> loaf? And I, I don't want to make it and then just sort of throw it out because I've only eaten a quarter of it. And I really like the way the white tastes. So I need to get I need to get my wheat game up and moving more quickly. Now, are you going to take your your white bread dough and start forming it into like hamburger buns and hot dog buns during the summer? Well, I don't know actually how I would, because you know, like 
Oh, you do it all on a machine, don't you? I'm doing it in the machine, so I just got the loaf. So I can't, I mean, I suppose I could literally set them, yeah. set it up manually so that I could take it. Once the dough was made, I could take it out and then bake it in the oven. I could mm -hmm. do that. Um, but again, that's a level of complexity that I'm not interested not in. Not ready to get there. So, yeah, probably not. Okay. But well, thank you, dear listener, for your acute interest in my very it, it was narrow. Actually more than one. People are very, <laughs> very curious. Yeah. Well, it's uh, at some you know next time I, when I make the loaf tomorrow, I will take a picture and okay. send it to you. Uh, so that people can um, ooh and ah over the white bread that I make, which consists of all the skill of reading the instructions. That works. Yeah. Awesome. So I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Um, no, just not. <laughs> no, there's nothing I else. I hadn't been feeling well. Like, legit Monday, I don't even really remember it that well. I remember yesterday it sucked, but <laughs> um, Kara, I feel better Kara today. Told me, she said, on, on Monday, she said, you know, Peggy's like really not feeling well. I was like, no, I know nothing. Yeah. She said, oh, no. She's like, she's not feeling well at all. And then she started describing. Yeah. 104 degree fever, vomiting, like ver the vertigo hit me probably within an hour of the injection. And I legit just thought, oh, it's just nerves. I was just excited. Haven't seen real people in months. I was just happy that, you know, no, it was. Vertigo then, is an amputee. That's not a combo you're looking no, for. It, it's not. And then the chills. I've never been so cold. I was so cold. I'm curled up under electric blankets and heating pads and just, and all right. So we're about getting real on this podcast. So I'm going to tell you. All right. If anyone doesn't want to know the, the next, the next part, which I'm sure, sure relates to some form of bodily fluids or something. It does. You should, you should stop listening right now. So like when, when you have babies as a woman, you, you sometimes develop a weak pelvic floor, which has happened to me, obviously. And they want to do a surgery to fix it. And I'm not terribly keen. So I'm fine. Um, except when like you laugh or sneeze or something or apparently vomit or, so, or if or if your kid puts a fake snake in the pool exactly exactly yeah. so i middle of the night fear of 104 i managed to get my leg on which was a feed in of itself get to the bathroom start throwing up end up peeing my pants goes down my leg through my liner into the socket uh, just saturating everything so then i'm there with like a fever with wet pants, pee all over my leg and liner. And I'm like, I really, really hate my life at this moment. And I kept there reminding are, myself, this is still better than COVID. There are few feelings worse in the world than throwing up. You kind of just want to die. And yes. I had- when But throwing I was, up while peeing in your own leg is one that's a step up. Yeah, that is, that's kind of like, an, that's a different level. When I was probably, I've got to think back to this because I can almost, get, I can get pretty specific with this. I was probably in seventh grade, which means we're talking 1984. My mother, who was not a very good cook, God rest her soul, she made tacos. And I ate the tacos. And then I don't think 
by the way, no, nothing to do with tacos, but I then spent right. the just... entire night throwing up, like a full night of just, mm-hmm. you know, can't yeah. control anything. And it scarred me. It scarred me in two ways. I've never had a taco since because I associate tacos right. with throwing up. And then separate and apart from that, the thought of throwing up just freaked me out. And I actually then went from 19, like I said, 1984, 1985 until probably 2003, 2004 before I threw up again. 20 years. Wow. Yeah, no joke. Full 20. Um, but it was, That's impressive. It, was, it was horrific in that I won't go into detail, but analogous to you, you sort of didn't know which part of your body you should be attending to. Um, I was so ill. And so, you know, it's like you have multiple receptacles around you to capture different (laughs) things from different parts of your body. It's a really awful feeling. That was probably 2000, like I said, that's probably 2003, 2004. And since then, that's me knocking loudly on wood. I have again, not thrown up. I've gotten close. Okay. I will say that probably now seven years ago, I was on. I was. I was. I was just feeling dreadful during work, and I was on a conference call that I really needed to be on to listen. I I wasn't active, but I was supposed to be on the call, and I felt so terrible that I put myself on mute and went into the bathroom and literally lay down next to the toilet. I just had my head there like, God help me. Like, and, and I held it together, Peggy. I made it through the call and I didn't throw up. There you go. It's wow. That, that is an image. Yeah. Listen, dedicated employee right there. That's called being a moron is what it's called. (laughs) Thank God we didn't have video conferencing yet. Oh, I know. Right. Can you don't do that on zoom? No, no, not what people want to <laughs> oh, see. Oh, I will tell you that along the lines of Zoom, this kind of goes in. Um, I signed uh, Timmy up for like this little magic show thing through the Smithsonian. They're doing the Zoom. And actually on the reservation, they said, this is a virtual event, but please wear pants. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's terrible that we have to have that disclaimer. Just terrible. No peanut Friday. Yeah. Well, <laughs> welcome to welcome to pandemic America. We have to remind people to wear pants. That's right. But I thought of you, so. Thank you. All right. That's all Great I've got. Up. Probably yeah. way too much for people to want to hear. But, you know, when you get your vaccine, just... Plan it so that you have a light day the next day. And, you know, don't make a tri-tip and chocolate cake for dinner that night. Yeah. And we apologize because we knew, we knew from the moment Peggy started to to give you all the trigger warnings that we were going to a bad place. So we apologize. The first, the first probably nine minutes of this podcast were amazing for everybody, Peggy, up until we stopped talking about bread. Sorry. <laughs> No, I think, listen, for me, it was wildly entertaining. I mean, there will be a subset of our audience that really enjoyed the latter half. There'll also be a subset that says, God, why did they go there? It is an amputee issue that people don't talk about. What, peeing in your socket? Yeah. 
I guess you know, you're right. Not many people talk all, about that. All over your leg when you're vomiting. <laughs> I mean, it sucks. Do you want to know why people don't talk about it, Peggy? <laughs> because it, it doesn't sucks. happen that it doesn't happen all that often. <laughs> well, it just happened to me, and it sucks. <laughs> yeah, I understand. I understand. Well, all right. It was great. Uh, it's it's good that we not only went there, we went there again. Yes. There you go. All right. Great Have talking a good to one, you. Dave. You too. Bye. Bye.